Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are and whenever this is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transforming. You guys are in for a special treat. This is the kickoff edition of a brand new podcast that we are calling Isolation to Community. Those of you that know us know that that is our primary mission is to help people go from isolation to community. Let me share something with you. Even though we are more connected than at any time in history, we are actually more isolated than ever before. And here with me to talk a little bit about that dynamic, to bring some clarity to it, is first of all, one of, if not my best friend in the world and COO and experienced goddess for Life Transformed, Stephanie Taylor. Welcome, Stephanie. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, you're very welcome. So <laughs> you usually like blush a little bit or something when I call you the experienced goddess. You sounded very sophisticated there. Yeah, I, I did roll my eyes a little bit. I won't <laughs> lie. <laughs> Well, I'm super excited to have you here. Um, you know, we are embarking on this journey and, and let you guys in on a little inside secret. So this is our, I think, fourth or fifth time trying to get this going. So technology thwarted us, but we did not let it um, keep us from doing this initial podcast step. And um, so, you know, let's let's jump right in here. Um, and for those of you, you know, listen to my Coffee in Christ, you know, nothing here is scripted. We just we just go. And it's the same way here. I haven't prepped you at all, have I, Steph? No. And for those who like a little prep, this is going to be fun for me <laughs> in a maybe not so fun way. <laughs> <laughs> so to give you guys again some more insight into us, I am the big vision person, not a lot of details. I'm capable of details and I'm capable of process, but where I really, where I really jam is when I'm in that, that creative big vision mode. And, and Steph is so talented and our whole team just loves the fact that she is part of what we're doing now because she can bring that process and structure and um, those questions uh, and, and really keep me grounded. So um Lord knows if I was in isolation, which, you know, from my own perspective is as, as a solopreneur, I was for a great period of time. When you're in isolation, you don't have those people to speak into you and to keep you on the straight and arrow. So let's let's start right there. That's my first example of isolation to community and how we're benefiting, how I'm benefiting from this community. Steph, if I were to ask you, okay, describe isolation from your perspective, what would that look like? Well, isolation is definitely where I was um, a few years ago when I was going through a real hard time um, on many, many, many levels. Um, there were probably around 10 or 12 different things coming at me that I, I didn't know how to handle. And um, I really um, personally shut down. So 
Um, and, and because I was so shut down, I didn't want to infect other people with the way I felt. And so I really just decided that I needed to, you know, stay literally in, in my home, um, you know, and, um, avoid, kind of avoid people, um, you know, and not really share what was going on inside of me, um. So, you know, to me, isolation was very, very much about, um, you know, not letting people in. Oh, you guys, if you're listening to this and any of that resonates with you, right? 10 to 12 things coming at you, uh, shutting down, not wanting to infect other people. Holy cow. So there's the heart coming through there, too. So if you're experiencing any of those things, then I would uh, listen up and keep listening because this is the kind of stuff, you know, as we all share uh, our own versions of isolation, that's how we can, through our community, offer solutions to those problems. So Steph, um, wow, so you're in that, you're in that spot, right? And, and what are some, you know, how did you start to dig your way out of, if that is the right term to use here? How did you start digging your way out of that? Yeah, that's, uh, um, that's really the, the heart of it, isn't it? Um, I think anyone who is in, in the depths of those trenches and that um, deep feeling of loneliness and isolation um, needs to feel it for a minute. And I will, and by a minute for me, it was maybe three months of being in it. And I, I call it my summer of tears. The, uh, I had just had an ACL replacement, so I was fairly immobile and literally sat on my deck uh, in the sunshine um, and cried all summer. Mm. Um, but while, at, at, I guess at some point, I'm not even sure how long it was, maybe a month later, um, so toward the end of June-ish, I started to think, will this end? Will, will this feeling go away? Like, I am so sad and there are so many things I don't know how to fix and my heart is broken and my leg is broken and what well, wasn't broken, but it felt, you know, broken and I felt broken and I didn't really know how to get out of that necessarily. So <laughs> you do what anyone does. And I think you told me, uh, oh, yeah, uh, one of our um, one of our sessions we were on with our um uh, training talked about the power of the Google. So I did what anyone does and I got on Google and I started doing searches. How, how do you find happiness? How do you get happy? I, I, I just basically started searching for happiness um, things and started listening to different podcasts. And, um, you know, I actually listened to Abraham Hicks and Mel Robbins and um, uh, Tony Robbins and um, a few of those types of people. 
I also started reading the Bible, um, looking for verses uh, about how to heal, you know, wounds and heal your heart. Um, and all of these things, I just started filling my mind and absorbing myself in these types of things. And um, eventually I got to the point that I call my turning point, which was really asking myself, are you ready? You know, Stephanie, do you want to get well, Stephanie? Mm. And my answer was yes, enough is enough of this. I'm done wallowing. I'm done feeling sad. I'm done feeling hopeless. I'm done feeling lonely. I'm done feeling miserable. And, you know, that's when, when things started to shift. Wow. And what is that phrase that you coined here not too long ago? The, 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 the time condensing, what is it? Oh, the recovery time. Recovery time. So as you were going through and you guys listen up, right? Stephanie went through as I was listening, probably four steps that you have to go through to get out of that space. If you too are in that space. She talked about rest in it, right? Or just feel it. That's step one. Then step two was question it. Will this end? So it's like, okay, I'm feeling this. It's not good. And then the step two is, is this going to end? And then step three was she started searching. She went on Google. She looked under happiness. And the results that she found, you know, podcasts, you know, going into the Bible. And, and so, you know, I would call that, you know, you're kind of building your, your hope. You're building your confidence that, yes, this will end. And then that, that fifth step is really saying to yourself, are you ready, Stephanie, to change? Are you ready? That is the turning point. So there is a five-step process. If you don't listen to this podcast anymore, you shut it off. You've already got a five-step process to get yourself out of that situation. But what I want to delve into, Steph, is, yes, that concept of the recovery time. So you said you rested three months in the, the, the time of tears or the summer of tears, right? Yep. So... You know, looking back on that and using your concept of that recovery time, have you what have you learned in the interim that you would pass on to folks to say, hey, maybe you can cut that three months to two and a half months, maybe to two months? What, what tips could you give people? Uh, well, the most powerful thing I learned during the summer of tears was that I had, first of all, um, repeat patterns of wallowing <laughs> um, that I, I didn't necessarily um, have that awareness of before that. So that was a learning about myself. And then the second thing and most powerful thing was that I had the power all along to choose. And mm. so um, I, and I have to say, like, I, I didn't really 
understand that until the summer of tears that I could choose because I always felt like, well, this happened to me. I am sad. I should feel sad. Like I should feel a certain way. I should do this. I should do that. Mm, yeah. And so, yeah. And so it's like that, that summer of tears was all about, I mean, there, there is a point uh, where I, you know, I don't want to say isolation can be good because that's not what I, what, what, what I'm saying it, but it's really more about going within and to take the time you need to go within to understand, like, why did I feel that I needed to be sad? And when I realized that I didn't need to be sad, I actually could choose I could choose what I call the easy road or the hard road. The Love easy, that. Yeah. The easy road is living in fear, living in isolation, not addressing the situation, not doing the work. That's the easy road. The hard road is choosing <laughs> happiness and doing the work and stepping out of fear and leaning on community and trusting others and building, building your, 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 your toolbox of resources. And so once I could make that mental shift, then to answer your question, recovery time becomes easy, you know, cause really you have to lean into the, you know, being consistent. So anytime an obstacle comes my way, I can choose to feel it. And maybe you do, right? You don't just shut off your feelings. You can't just mm-hmm. say, oh, nope, nope, I'm happy. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, but I can acknowledge it first and foremost and ask myself why. So going back to that five-step process, but then how long is it going to take me to get to that, that final step of making the choice? And so back then it was three months of wallowing and, you know, now I'm down to minutes really, because most of life isn't worth, in my opinion, isn't worth the wallowing. Oh, wow. You guys. So I think Steph, I think you've just created, you've taken the five step process down to four. So now it is, rest in it or feel it step one step two is make the choice right make the choice so you can even eliminate that will this end because you already know yeah the new you already knows it's gonna end i love that so you guys i think this is this is getting at the heart of why Steph and I and the others on on the team are so passionate about isolation to community. Just what she has stepped through here today is just like amazing, saving the uh, former her months probably um, if she had this awareness back then. And I know we can argue about, well, you need to go through it so you can have the awareness and blah, blah, blah. I believe and we believe that if you can get yourself into a community of people who are for you, don't judge you and are in harmony with you and do that before you're in 
that kind of situation, guess what? As those circumstances hit you, you can engage with somebody like a Stephanie because you share on a call that, man, I'm feeling this. And she can say, uh-oh, here we go. I've been there. Rest in it a little bit. But now you can choose how you're going to deal with it. Love that, Stephanie. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, so you guys, this is a great example, I think, of what we do, right? So now, Steph, I want to ask you um, another question, because what we try to do in this whole podcast is going to be designed to talk about two things, problems that our audience has or has had or maybe will have in the future, and then goals that they have now, right? Because what we want to do as a community, as a company, is help people solve problems and achieve goals. We're not trying to sell products and services. Yes, we do end up selling products and services. But our goal, our mission, is to get people out of isolation in the community and solve problems for them and help them achieve their goals. And one of the goals that um, I want to ask you about, Stephanie, and it's something that is, and Steph and I have been reading through the Old Testament, where we, we kind of started this thing quite randomly. Maybe we'll do a pod on this one day where we started uh, going through the Old Testament together. It's been really fascinating. We're also going through another book together called Return to Love. And uh, that's going to be something, if you know our structure, we've got a love relationships area, purpose area within Life Transform, that that'll be a great book study slash mastermind that we're doing. But anyway, to the question, Marianne Williamson in that book said the goal of, of each person should be peace. So what do you what are your thoughts on that, Stephanie? Well, if it, uh, yeah, what are my thoughts? So uh, peace, I don't want to necessarily argue with the author. <laughs> That's um, okay. That's but, okay. But <laughs> peace feels in a way like settling. And maybe it's really digging into what the real understanding of peace is. But, you know, I'd like to think that it's more than peace, that it's fulfillment. I mean, I think fulfillment brings peace, joy, hope, love and happiness. I mean, if you, right? Like if you're fulfilled, gosh, just breaking that word down in my head, I mean, you're full and you're filled. I'm so smart today. <laughs> but like, if you're full, you know, you've got everything you need. So I don't know. I don't know if the ultimate goal is peace. I think it's fulfillment. 
I love it. And I love where you took that. And, and, you know, it reminds me of our Les Brown training, right? Mm. Yeah. You know, he just talked about it starts with you and you need to be full before you can give. And we're in a society, especially us Christians, Jesus followers. And I think in general, we always think, oh, I need to give. I need to give. And it's and it's wrong to be focused on me. You know, then you're judged as being egotistical and selfish. And but Les Brown's message to us was, no, it starts with you. You need to be full because you can't give from an empty tank. If you aren't full, you are not giving to your full capability and capacity. Then he said, what changed my life? Give from the overflow. I love that. Absolutely. And then he goes up in here, up in here. I love that. <laughs> he's, a he's a character. His laugh is so contagious. It cracks me up. It is. I just want to listen to that again now. Yeah. Just talking about it. So I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, for purposes of discussion, I think when I think about what Marianne Williamson, and I love where you took that, and I agree with that 100%, the fulfillment piece. I think she was coming at it, my, my read as I thought about it as you were speaking was she thought about it in terms of life being a roller coaster. It says in the Bible, right, things will go wrong. There will be bad times. So think of, uh, I think of rolling hills. So you've got your highs when you're up on top of the mountaintop and you've got your lows down in the valley you know, you can have sickness and death and all kinds of crazy stuff in the valley. You can have wonderful stuff. So I think her mindset when she said that, from my perspective, was if your goal in general in life is peace, as those lows come, you're not going to be as impacted by those lows because you're like, I can peacefully come through it when the whole world is going crazy. I can be like, no, I'm fine. The same thing when everything is going great instead of like, woo, I'm going. Nope, I'm peaceful. So if you know you can be peaceful through any circumstances you're going to face through life, it's going to allow you to continue to search and aspire for fulfillment. That's the way I'd bridge the gap there. What say you, Stephanie? Yeah, well... I mean, I, I do think that makes sense. And it's, yeah, you know, uh, bad things are always going to happen. We know this. There, there are no guarantees in life. Um, and, you know, I think from, from that angle, peace makes sense. But I'm, I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to, my story is fulfillment and I'm sticking to it. Yes, I love it. <laughs> Great. Um, this is and, great. but you know, and it's not just to be defiant or whatever, like it's, <laughs> it's just a better word for me. It, it, and so maybe, maybe for each person listening, you know, what is, what is the word? What is the word that allows you to really understand, you know, what it is you want, um, to experience or feel, when when you're going through the roller coaster, when when you're dealing with the ups and the downs, and I guess particularly the downs, right? Yeah. And and for me, um, like if I know that my life is full, 
because I have God, I have, you know, I have Jesus in my heart. I've got a community of people who are for me and don't judge me. If I've got a firm foundation in my faith, if I've got um, peace in my heart, <laughs> peace, right? If I've got all of that, then I am fulfilled. And so my recovery time, my time down in the lows of, of, of life will not be so great and so engulfing, um, you know, because I'm full. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. And Steph, I want to go back to what you said when I first mentioned peace. You said it feels like settling. And I think that's what rings true when you said every person may have a different word. And it could be for a different circumstance, right? Uh, so that is so rich. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I'm going to say, you guys, this has been amazing. We're, we're already... At about our time limit, and Steph, you wouldn't believe this, but I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine potential topics that I was going to talk to you about, and we only got through two of them, and we could have kept going on this last one. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> I, and I don't even know what's on your list. So. <laughs> I love it. I love I, it. Well. I'm going to tell you. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, no, I just I, I guess, you know, if you want to in, um, you know, build out on any of those other topics, um, you know, let's let's get another time together. Doesn't that sound good? You guys audience listen to what she's saying. I think I'm going to have to invite her back on again so we can explore some of these other things. And you know what? This is what you guys got a first hand look at what life and community really looks like the discussion that Steph and I just went through and we're going to have in each of the um, podcasts we're going to have uh, notes like notes and and you know the the steps that we that we talked about here so you'll have a reference that you can go back and grab these notes and and see the steps so we're going to recap that. We're going to work on, it's not going to be the best going forward or starting out, I'll tell you that, but they're going to get better and better as the pod goes on. So Stephanie, I just want to, first of all, thank you so much for kicking off this brand new podcast, season one, episode one. And I couldn't be more proud uh, to have you in my life and, and to be a part of this amazing um, journey that we're on to transform lives, build transformation centers all over the world, love spaces and places that will allow people to really um, be open and, and have their mindset, or as Maxwell says, set their minds to being open to being transformed by God, because God does the transforming work. All we do is, is create the environment for that to happen and that's what we are going to be doing so stephanie thank you thank you so much and i'm i'm grateful for you too you um you know you do you do such a good job at what you do and you um really believe in people and you really love people and it shows in pretty much everything you do and i'm really grateful for 
for our friendship. Well, thank you so much. And that was heartfelt. And we didn't rehearse that, you guys. Like we I didn't. Said. <laughs> you don't get that very often from me, do you? <laughs> no, I do not. So I'm glad this is recorded. <laughs> forever. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, share this podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. Like it. We're going to ask you to do that more as we go forward. We haven't even attempted to get sponsors or any of those things, but we're just in the infancy stages. So I ask that, you know, share this with your friends. If there's something you got out of this um, personally, you know, give us a comment, share with us on social media, or you can reply right back from this podcast. Also share it with friends. Don't shit on them and say, well, you should listen to this. No, share it with friends. Listen to it with a friend, have the same discussions that we did. So until next time, this is Robert Bolden, Life Transformed, and this podcast is Isolation to Community. We are working to help you go from isolation to community because that is the one issue that everybody has they don't realize that they have, and we are out to solve it. So we will see you next Monday. Take care, everybody.